We are recording now, in case you didn't get the memo. Wait, wait, I just have to tell you one thing. So I just got off the phone with my doctor, as you know. He told me that right now we are rearranging the chairs on the deck of the Titanic. That's what we're doing with my health. That kind of makes it sound like what you're doing is pointless. Because I'm on a fucking sinking ship. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what he told me. So just in case you wanted to know how my day was going, I'm on the fucking Titanic. (laughs) Well, welcome to the sinking ship. This is the HEA book club and we're all going down. Hello and welcome to the HA Book Club. I'm Samara O'Toole. I'm a romance author and with me is my best friend, Kelsey. Hello, everyone. So this is going to be another Rambly Reads episode where we kind of just talk about everything from here and there and tidbits of what we've been reading, what we've been thinking about, what we've been, all that stuff. How did we already get like your sentence just disappeared <laughs> just gone like you just fully speaking and then <laughs> my brain just like shut off nice. so for everybody listening at home also i love that we say that like we're on some like npr <laughs> show but for the people listening at home the reason why my brain is like only semi-functioning right now is I've been on a deadline for the Taken series book three, Stolen Secrets, which is Sabrina's story. You meet Sabrina in Stolen to Fight, which, by the way, is out on Kindle Unlimited. But so I've been on a deadline for that, that I've moved up for myself a few days because I'm going on vacation. And I'm also going to be sending to my editor my short story for Love Not War, which is benefiting Ukraine. I'll leave the pre-order links down below so you can snag that now. But there's 18 authors, a bunch of different subgenres and tropes, all different spice levels. So I've been having a lot of fun writing something that there's plot, but it's minimal and not really having to think about, you know, how intricate of a plot is, how much the buildup is, is the enemies to lovers, realistic it doesn't have enough tension because I'm only limited to 10,000 words it's like instant love super smut um like like plot will be there but barely and (laughs) so I've been working on editing and writing and trying to hit this deadline so that is why my sentences may just stop (laughs) mid-sentence and on the flip side of that I also have a foggy brain (laughs) just to join summer here, but not for anything nearly as exciting. I'm just in a busy season. Y'all know it. Every once in a while season comes, you have 500 things to do all at one time. And I'm also looking for a new job on top of that. So my brain is also, we might just have some, you know, like quickly cut off sentences, but we're in good company with each other. Are we not? Yeah. (laughs) yeah we'll we'll just like our between both of us we have one functioning brain and I honestly think that we're relatively witty so it's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining no matter what (laughs) oh my god I was editing 
the episode that came out today, which is going to be a week from when you're listening to this, the MC Madness episode. And guys, that if if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It was so funny. We had so much fun. And like, I genuinely like cried laughing so hard recording it and then also editing it. But anywho, let's dive into our weekly hots. One of my beta readers for Stolen Secrets, she really loved it. And I thought one of her comments was super hilarious. She talked about how she loves Sabrina and her man and how she wants to um, see them in a spinoff and just like more about their adventures. And she's like, also, there should be a threesome because I can't do monogamy. And I've been thinking about... um, creating once all three books are out and the novella is out for the taken series i've been thinking about adding some extra bonus scenes and creating like one giant box set why can i only think about everyone having an orgy with each other now though oh my god stop like literally i don't know who this beta reader is but i'm a fan like can we be friends (laughs) let's invite them on because i'm now picturing all of your characters in varying orgy like formations <laughs> I don't know if that's where you were going that's not where you were going with this but I just really needed to jump in because now that's all I'm gonna think about <laughs> oh, that is so funny I've been my first thought is like no like that won't work like all the guys are way too possessive none of them would be good about sharing but the more I think about it I'm like if anyone it would be Sabrina so I've been thinking about different bonus seeds to add to this like giant box set collection omnibus all that stuff and also adding to stolen at sea and stolen to fight and just adding a bunch of deliciousness all right guys so this week I participated in an archery tournament and some of you guys might know, might not know that Mr. EMT is the one who got me back into archery. So I started it with my ex. Obviously, they're an ex, so we don't need to talk about them. But I started it with my ex, and then I just had all this archery stuff laying around that I honestly did nothing with. But Mr. EMT waltzes into my life and is, like, obsessed with archery. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not obsessed, but I do have the supplies. So if you ever want to do it sometime, like, let's do archery. Like, I'd love to be better at it. Ergo, months-long relationship of us doing archery together. I've now hit the level where I'm, like, ready for archery tournaments. So this is the second one that I've been to. And this is the second one that I've gotten first place at. And Summer, would you like to tell our listeners why I've gotten first place? (laughs) Because she's better than everybody else. Yes. Yes, this is true. This is true. No, y'all, I'm the only one in my division like they like they minimize the amount of people at the tournament or they like divide us up into like our our different classes so like I'm a female who shoot who shoots a recurve bow which is a specific type of bow if you know nothing about our tree don't even worry about it but I am literally the only one in northern California where I live <laughs> like in the general just north half of the state that shoots this kind of bow and competes which is wild so every single time I'm like yeah like Who's going to be my competition? Nobody. 
like nobody is my competition oh I'm my own competition. you are your yeah yourself is always your greatest competition yes personal improvement is what I always aim for anyway so very exciting love that for me it is very nice I do always get an award and I will say that like the ego side of me loves that I digress this isn't a weekly Wait, you get in an you get in an, an award with who no no award like I get a prize like I get a oh. medal Gotcha. Like, gotcha. like, congrats, you won. Gotcha. But I, I know I'm going to get, no, no. You got an award. Like, I get in a war with myself. I don't know. <laughs> right? Like, the, the mental warfare of doing your best. <laughs> Was that convincing? <laughs> oh, okay. So, it's been a long ass day, a six hour shoot of me trapezing up and down these mountains. It's been a six hour shoot, long ass day of me trapezing up and down these mountains with Mr. EMT and our other group of people. We had a nice fun little group that we were hanging out with. Oh, okay. So long day. Literally my only thought is I have swamp ass. <laughs> like, like the day is ending and I'm like, oh, I wonder where this is going to go between us. My only thought, I have swamp ass, like literally for the last hour of the shoot. <laughs> because who wants to get down and dirty when you have swamp ass, right? Like, that's just, I don't know. That's not what I want to be doing. I would only. Is that, be- why, is that why Cosmo likes the underwear? Okay, shut the front door. The other night, Mr. AMT came over and I like accidentally left my closet door open and his dog ate one of my undies but it was my period undies that's why I think he ate it right like I don't yeah like that's it's really gross but my dog did used to pull bloody tampons out of the garbage can yeah okay so like similar thing reusable panties I don't know so let's get back to swamp ass shall we right right so swamp ass (laughs) I have it (laughs) (laughs) we go back to his house because it's closer than mine we hang out for a minute and then we like kiss etc and then he's like I'm gonna take a shower and I'm like okay I'm gonna leave like (laughs) so I do I was you gotta know I'm I'm being very brief on like what's happening he lives with other people I wasn't trying to hang out while he took a shower just to like have swamp ass for him to come back for us to like continue to make out for there to be other people in the house like we can do better than that (laughs) So I leave, which is like a little bit like killing my libido, but I'm like, eh, maybe he'll come back into town because I live in the other direction, blah, blah, blah. So he comes into town. Let's just say that the exuberance of a day spent together and the familiarity of it led to some very exciting events that night. Did you I win told- another award? I- Did you come first place? <laughs> Oh, there could be so many jokes that we could come up with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know why I want to tell you guys all about my swamp ass, but then after I shower and I'm clean, I don't want to tell you guys anything. I don't know, man. Sometimes <laughs> I feel a little coy. So I guess I'm feeling coy right now. Maybe I'm also feeling that way because he's coming over tonight for a movie night, i.e. we'll watch 30 minutes of a movie max and then spend the rest of the night banging. That's just our, that's our routine. It's the life, man. I'm not mad about it. But I am going to make sure that my closet doors are shut and that there's nothing on the ground because heaven forbid 
his dog eats another one of my period panties or something else. Those things are expensive, y'all. It's I was just going to say. Pair. Yeah. Mm. All right, Summer. So tell me, tell me about your book. Yeah, so my books. Well, here's the thing. As you can see, like the little brain energy that I do have has been devoted to writing and editing. But I have been reading the second book in Haley's Salvatore Brothers series. And it's definitely a slow burn. Like the first one, I think we talked about how like they're banging in the prologue and like super spicy all the way through this one's definitely a slow burn and it makes sense for the characters um but the the plot really picks up and like the the drama and the danger and like all of that really picks up so i've been kind of hooked in that and i'm dying to get the third book which is reads which is the one that macy is obsessed with is that out already yeah oh thank goodness i hate a cliffhanger yeah and i would definitely say like i think these books are technically standalones in the fact that each book is a different character and that character's story ends in like a happy ending in each book like it's not like their happy ending gets dragged out for three books but i do think if you're going to read them you should read them in order because at least the first two are very the plot is very interconnected and like a continuation from the first book to the second book. So what I'm hearing is that you basically described your own book one and book two right there. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Though I would say that book one and book two, I think could be read more separately than two and three. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Gladiator Island is like a whole different world. It might be a whole different world, but we have people from book one who are so intricately involved in the ending slash middle of Gladiator Island. That's a good point. Right? So that's how they feel very connected. Yeah. And what's interesting is I thought that book three was going to be like, this is um, going to have to be like, you you have to read book two in order to read book three. But one of my beta readers hadn't read the second book. And I asked like her opinion on whether she thought that it was a complete standalone or whether she felt like there was stuff missing. And she didn't feel like there was anything missing and that she felt like she got the full story. So that's awesome because I do know that a lot of readers like especially because books are advertised so individually like on TikTok and stuff and if you see a quote that you like from a book and then you find out it's the third book in a series you might just want to skip the other one so I'm glad that my books are going to have that flexibility where you can read them sort of out of order if you want. I just did that with a series that I read I think I talked about it two weeks ago it was the Dreamland Billionaire book. Mm, Yeah. So I read the second one. Oh gosh, which I do not remember the name of. Sorry, y'all, but I do not remember the name. But the first one is called The Fine Print. And I just finished that one. And even though I read it out of order, I was like, these can still be standalones. Summer, do you know the name of the second one? Terms and Conditions by Lauren Asher. Summer's just like, 
I don't know how you just like keep all this information that my brain is just so good at forgetting. Like someone will be like, Kelsey, what book are you reading right now? And I'll be like, well, it has a green cover and it's really good. And I can tell you about this really funny tidbit in it. Can I tell you the people's names, like our main characters? Probably not. Probably not. (laughs) And that is something that I realized as I was like reflecting for this episode and like writing some things down. I was like, there's this other book I read and it was like a royal rearranged book. It was literally called A Sweet Royal Rom-Com Royally Rearranged by Emma Wait, what? Did I read that for one of the episodes or no? I don't think so. I don't think I did. I looked back on our show notes and I couldn't find it anywhere. Anyways, so I read this book. I really enjoyed it because I'm a sucker for like billionaire romances and royal romances. Like those are my favorite around the Hallmark holiday season is to watch like everyone in the same castle have like the same story play out, but they're just different characters. Like one's a nanny, one's an au pair, au pair, au pair, au pair, au pair. One is, you know, a newspaper journalist, but they're all get their prints. Anyways, I love those. But when I was writing up my little, like, here's what I want to say about it. I was like, girl meets guy who she used to hate, falls in love, blah, blah, blah. And like, that was enough. That was enough for my brain. Like, was that at Girl, all? that's like the definition of the enemies to lovers trope, which is like one of the most common tropes, which means you just explained like every book out there. You're not wrong. <laughs> Like, maybe that's enough for your brain, but we don't know what the hell you're talking about. It was enough for my brain to, like, jump back into the story, though. So, like, that's all I needed to write down in order to be like, okay, this funny thing at the tennis court happened and et cetera, et cetera. But I just had to, like, spit out that first, like, really terrible sentence to be able to get to that point. Gotcha. I thought you were saying like that was your recap for us. <laughs> okay, valid. Because I did just say that's usually how my recaps go. So yeah, that could have been my recap for you guys. <laughs> if you had like asked me on the fly, that would have been it. It would have started really, really rough and then it would have gotten better. But you guys usually miss my really, really rough because I keep that to myself. <laughs> and I only give you the like no, I've actually thought about this. So let me give you my my educated thought versus my, I don't know, we're drunk in a bathroom and you ask me if I've read a book and I'm like, oh my gosh, that one. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. Like past that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the way, why don't we talk about books more in bathrooms when we're drunk? That seems like a great topic. Yeah. Right though? We should have a drunk book club. We should have... <gasps> The HEA book club drunk. Can I be stoned? Okay. Yeah, you can be stoned. We can work on that title too. (laughs) That really fell flat. (laughs) It did, but oh my gosh. I would, that would be so fun. Like snacks would need to be involved. Because you know when I smoke, I get the munchies. Like I couldn't just like, okay, continuing with this. I I was just thinking of like, no, I was just thinking of, like, logistics of, like, snacking and muting. Like, right now you're doing a good job of, like, muting while you're eating dinner. Because, by the way, Kelsey's eating dinner right now. But imagine if you're high and, like, you're trying to munch and record and mute and recap. There'd be no way. You're right. Snacks would have to be figured out. Okay. 
Also, for legal purposes, Kelsey is in California where weed is a legal substance. 100%. Do not call me in. Okay. New Girl. Have you seen New Girl? Please tell me yes. If you tell me no, we're... Summer. (gasps) I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. How much have I seen? Not all of it, but I've seen it. I, I know the basic plot. I guess I could say the same about The Office. I haven't seen all of it. You've seen enough. But I've seen enough. Do you feel like you've seen enough of New Girl? Well, you tell me what you're about to say, and then we'll decide. (laughs) Okay, so in New Girl, they play this game called, like, well, now I'm not going to sound like I know what I'm talking about, like, drunk something, like, drunk politics, drunk American history, drunk American history, that might be it. Essentially, what I'm trying to say is that we should make up a reading game related to getting stoned slash drunk just for like our podcast, just for our benefit. I think that'd like, be really fun. Like, did they say the word seed in your book? Take a shot. <laughs> you know, did they say another word that just made you terribly uncomfortable and wonder about who wrote it? Great. Take another shot. Take another drag. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, we could do something like that, and that could be so fun. That would be really fun. Okay, building. I just, I'm I'm on this track right now. What if we read the same book, and then we, like, had a race on, like, who could find certain parts faster? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, the best part. sort of. Okay, so if it was just the two of us, and we had the question, like, just pulled out of a hat of, like, where is the best smut scene, you know? Or like, where's like a redemption scene? Like what's the best redemption scene? And there's, let's say that there's multiple and whoever has the best one is the winner. And then the other person has to take a shot or like a giant swig of wine, whatever you float your boat. I could dig it. A this little like this... trivia. Yeah, kind of like a trivia. You have to drink. Yes. Yeah. It's a work in progress, you guys. Work in progress. Ooh, I like the idea. This could be fun. As I was informed the other day, that's called a whip when you have a work in progress. And all I can ever think of when people say whip now as work in progress is I'm like, watch me whip. Oh, watch me, Nene. Oh, watch me whip. Like that's what goes in my head every single time. So if we could all stop saying whip as work in progress, I would greatly appreciate it to get that song out of my head. I have seen whip so many times but I've never said it out loud so in my head I always read it either as like work in progress or I guess WIP and I don't know how I feel about it just being called a whip don't know if I feel good about it you know what I also don't feel good about Hmm. the newest tip word I was informed today is wavy okay we went from dope to clean to that's so wavy like hey Kelsey isn't this wavy and they're showing me their work and I'm like y'all educate me how am I supposed to be responding to this right now and they're like it means it's good like it's good and I'm like okay yeah that's wavy then you know what that artwork right there that's really wavy hey at least it's not cream no (laughs) (laughs) you hit me out of nowhere with that one (laughs) That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Speaking of diction and romance books, 
so I have been one of the main reasons that I've been wanting to write a mafia romance. You might think Summer, you love mafia romances. Summer, you watch mafia criminal TV shows sort of things all the time. Of course you'd want to write one. And yes, that's part of it. But a huge part of it, and I'm not going to lie, a very, very big part of it is that I am so sick of coming up with euphemisms that are like historically appropriate for female anatomy. Like, I just want to use the word clit. Do you know how hard it is to make nub and bud and like most sensitive part and apex of my thighs? Like, trying to make those sound sexy and like descriptive and, you know, convey what's going on without it making it seem like your grandma's like poetry book so i've been having a lot of fun with this anthology story because it's like viking inspired but mostly just sort of like that general barbarian subgenre where it's like not necessarily a specific historically accurate not supposed to be any of that so i've been having a blast using words like cunt and clit because I can decide what they say. You know what I mean? As someone who isn't familiar with the word barbarian in the romance literature, because like you say barbarian, I think Dave the Barbarian, the cartoon TV show from when we were kids. That is my (laughs) automatic association. I don't know if you ever watched that one. No. That's but that's all I got up in the noggin. You need to look it up immediately. (laughs) Like summer, look it up. Breakout Google. Okay, right now. Okay. Right now. No, I'm giving you the eye. Do it right now. <laughs> you need to understand what I'm picturing when you say the word barbarian. So that way you can really help me picture something else. I mean, okay, okay, but like <laughs> I'm looking at these pictures now and it's not wrong. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> like basically any sort of like Viking very medieval like but like gritty medieval not princesses and like regency sort of even though regency isn't medieval but you know what i mean so not princess bride like no no, like like we're talking like ancient like black plague like the dark ages yeah like you know the last kingdom yes the tv show okay so even though to the Last Kingdom, even though that is, like, kind of inspired by history, the, and there's, like, princesses and kings and stuff, the Viking side of that, and how they depict, like, Viking and, like, barbarian, in quote, society, is sort of what I'm referring to. I think, like, a lot of, like, Omega verses and, like, different sort of, like, fantasy, but without, like, all the magic and stuff kind of is in that you know like mock viking burly guys with furs and leather and that sort of vibe but it's not based off of like a specific culture or like historically accurate okay can we read something from omega verse yes okay there's actually somebody who i've been talking to on tiktok who i want to have her on and talk about omega verses Speaking of bands of existences, do we need to talk about Bridgerton? Oh! Yes. 
so this past weekend me and kelsey binged up until i think maybe the sixth or the fifth episode of bridgerton fifth do we finish the fifth one they have we've they've had the bane of their existence talk speech monologue and i had seen tiktoks about that quote about that monologue previously to watching with kelsey and in the beginning i asked kelsey i was like have you seen tiktoks about this and you're like no and i was like so do you know like the quote and you're like no and i was like okay because watching it like from the beginning knowing that that quote was going to come up i was like oh i can totally see this like she is Ooh. a thorn in his side in the best way possible and so when it happened and oof, i mean i just he also has i keep wanting to say the name of book three's hero but i don't want to yet um but so anthony bridgerton has like major mr book three vibes like he's a lot less murderous and so far a lot less kinky but overall <laughs> very similar like grumpy possessive like kind of like snarly you know what i mean like the like kind of snarl <laughs> i can't with you right now uh, but you're so accurate <laughs> <laughs> so your snarls relate to the TikTok that I've been sending you. One of them was just real, like, threw me through a loop. I felt like I was, like, watching the Buckingham Palace, like, after hours, because it was one of the younger sisters in the Bridgerton family, the one who always looks really young and innocent, like, starting the TikTok video. And then as more of the song continued to play like every single character from the Bridgerton family like popped in including the mom and it was really cute and really sweet but I also was like thrown for a minute and I was like you live in a periodic drama like why are you singing Kesha right now I'm a little thrown also <laughs> why do you why do you also look like low-key 1718 which you probably are but like in the show you're supposed to be like 12 yeah I was thrown I was thrown okay but that's not the one that I want to talk to you about the one I want to talk to you about is about Anthony Anthony. 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 Start the video starts with this girl being like, when I said that I wanted to glow up back in December before January, like the kind of glow up that I meant wasn't where I like cut off my hair and everything changes or I get a whole new wardrobe. It's the kind of glow up that Anthony has in season two of Bridgerton, where in season one, he looks like this. And, you know, they show a picture of him in season one In season two, he looks like this, a completely different and unrecognizable but still recognizable human being who just looks like wildly different for some reason and when he first came on screen like summer I didn't recognize him I was like did they switch out the character like could they not bring him back for some reason you know and then just had to like get a new character and like fill it's him that, in it's that big dick energy <gasps> that's what it is in the lack mm -hmm. of the mutton chops what a combo he did not have mutton chops go look okay if they're not called mutton chops really aggressive sideburns he had mutton chops okay i'm gonna look up this the one you sent me okay those are like those could be mutton chops thank There's you something. There's something 
the scene of him getting out of the water. Or, like, every time that he's, like, putting his clothes back on after sleeping with a prostitute is, like, someone's been going to the gym. Yeah. That and someone has a lot of angst to be sleeping with all these prostitutes. Like, homie, that's not going to fix your problem. (laughs) That's every time he puts back on his clothes. Like, yeah, I might be admiring the view, but I'm also, like, sir, you're putting those on with anger. Like, (laughs) <laughs> no like that's not a happy time for you like you need to find a different way to cope because this is not it you know that's just me psychoanalyzing people that I don't need to <laughs> like find a different coping mechanism is what I'm ready to yell at my tv screen well he can't because just... he has a bane of his existence and he's tormented oh. and she cannot go to any corner of the earth where Far he enough. won't be tormented can we just identify that diversity in bridgerton so good i think it's going to be one of those cultural phenomenons that people study and talk about for decades i really hope so especially a historical one that has so much diversity in it like it could be a scandal you know or it's so like cutting edge like ahead of its time like y'all we're in 2022 they them it shoe rock whatever you want to be called you know like i got students that want to be called pluto that's fine if that's what floats your boat you know give me your pronouns give me your identification i want to respect you for who you are why can't we do that for the world at large white supremacy fuck that and white fragility (sighs) big fuck that but also like the music even the music alone in terms of just like pop culture and genius and commentary i mean i think they were doing like a a classical rendition of material girl i just am like tension i love it i get why he's not kissing her yet i'm so curious to find out you know how they end up together um because they really are setting it up where this is like a there's no way out of this, which is one of the things that my book coach told me for my first book. She was like, you want to get to a point where you think that they're going to have found a solution and it's going to be smooth sailing. And then it's going to go like so downhill that you don't see a way out. And obviously they're going to get out of that downhill spiral, but they're really setting up where I'm like, I don't see a way that this is going to happen without something crazy happening, obviously. I'm rambling, but what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So tension, spice, get why he's not kissing her. He's a gentleman, all of that. But like, I don't only want sex in like the last episode. Come on. Didn't they kiss? No, they like fluttered their like faces close to each other. Okay, that's what I thought, because I remember them getting so close to each other, like, literally, like, breathing each other's oxygen kind of situation, and, like, mm-hmm. I can't, I'm just, like, such the worst when it comes to historical romances. I'm always, like, God, their breath must have smelled. Like, I hope they just <laughs> ate something that tasted sweet, because yikes, you know? Okay, so how do we think their first kiss is going to be? Is it going to be anger? Because, like, I was ready for it to happen at the mud pit. 
when they were playing croquet. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and I thought it was going to be, like, anger-induced or maybe once they fell in, like, laughter-induced. When do we think it's going to be? I think it's going to be, like, like a breaking point where it's going to be, like, impassioned, like, finally, but also, like, I can't believe this is happening, this shouldn't be happening, but I really want it to happen and that, like, dam-breaking sort of thing. So I agree, but I also am like trying to imagine the intensity of the kiss in terms of speed and like smashing of lips together. And like, is it just going to happen? Like, boom, quick smash lips with a bunch of anger words, or is it going to be like, like how we almost got the kiss, right? But we didn't get the kiss where they were breathing each other's oxygen. Like, that's what I'm trying to picture in my brain. Oh, I see what you're saying. I think it's going to be like they're not quite breathing each other's oxygen they're like close to breathing each other's oxygen like maybe sharing the same air in the room you know what i mean and then it's gonna be like magnets like a zoom you know that's my prediction we'll see if we're right i'm curious for the people listening if they have already seen it and they're like oh you're so right or you're so wrong feel so on top of it for once because I'm reading a book that apparently is hitting like widespread popularity while it's hitting widespread popularity. Oh, which book? The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo? Yeah. Girl, this has been like hitting popularity for like a year. Oh, fudge. That's okay. That's okay. You're, but like you're part of it you're part of this kelsey no i was so <laughs> excited you guys like i was so pumped i was talking to my librarian about it who i work with i was talking to my aunt about it shoot yeah it was like one of the like first wave of book talk books oh i'm so behind Mm-hmm. but that's okay you know isn't there like some FF in there? Did I make that up? I haven't gotten that far, but it would not surprise me based off of the fierceness of this woman. I like y'all. Okay. So I'm a penny pincher and I was like, this book was so highly recommended. I said I was going to read it. So I was like, okay, I have to go to Kindle Unlimited because that's where I buy all my books. I essentially free with the amount that I buy once I like, you know, take out the mm-hmm. subscription and it was like not on Kindle Unlimited. I'm like, F, okay, go to Amazon, go to Amazon. And it's like $14 on Kindle. And I said, oh, hell no, no way. And then I thought to myself, I told them that I'd read this book. Like, okay, I guess I'll read it. But then I go and I see the paper copy, cheaper, cheaper than the Kindle book. And I'm like, what a score, what a score. I'll get to put it on my bookshelf. How exciting. I'm feeling very good about my life. I love putting books on my bookshelf. I finally get the book actually took very quickly. So not like I finally get the book. I was just so excited. So I get the book. I open it up, crack open that spine, the print 0.8 font. What is this? What is this? (laughs) I'm sorry. Do I need to break out my magnifying glass? So it's been so hard to get through because like at the end of the day, I'm tired and to like read literally, I'm sure it's like eight point font, maybe nine point font. 
no. And the worst part is that it has really wide margins. Like use up some of those margins, y'all. Like, come on, this font could have been bigger. Oh, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. Otherwise, I'm very into the story and I'm very excited, but like, I can't handle the font problem. Next time I'm just going to pay for the, the Kindle book. <laughs> that way I can make it whatever size I need it to be. It's crazy the difference between like trad published books and indie published books for ebooks. Speaking of books, really quick Stolen Secrets, which is book three in the Taken series, because that story has been like, like finalized, it's going off to the editor. I feel like I should do a trope, like official trope reveal. <gasps> this is so exciting. The basic tropes. So I won't give like a blurb or anything. But we have Sabrina, who is this, like, just absolutely firecracker of a woman. And she leaves Gladiator Island and starts this new life. Kind of as, like, we have, like, a Robin Hood, sort of, like, robbing from the rich to give to the poor vibe. We have Second Chance plus fake dating slash fake marriage as part of a bigger scheme. We have a treasure hunt. Tilly and Jonas are going to be in it. Sloane and Elliot are going to be in it. Delia is in it. And Grumpy Sunshine, sort of. The hero is definitely a grump. But Sabrina is less of a sunshine, more of like supernova (laughs) or like a wildfire (laughs) you know what I mean she is though like if that isn't a line in your book that she's a supernova like people would describe her as such you know I do think I described something in the book as a supernova so we got that grumpy sunshine second chance fake marriage hidden treasure robin hood Anywho, I'm really excited about it. I love these two characters. There's like so much push and pull and tension and like, will they, won't they? There's also sex in the first chapter. Oops. No, no oops. Cheers. No, no oops. Cheers to that. Yeah, there's a just, it's a really fun cast of characters. Um, really I love is. a lot of my side characters. Some of my beta readers wanted like spinoffs with somebody that you'll meet in the beginning. Who I'm like, I might give him this story. Who knows? Anywho. Out in June, Summer and I are just cheesing at each other right now. Like, (laughs) this silence is us just cheesing because it's, it's so good. Did you, remind me, did you, like, watch a treasure hunting anything before you wrote this one? I've been watching The Blacklist a lot, which is, like... I guess there's like, yeah, there isn't really a necessarily treasure hunt, but there's always sort of like a mystery to solve, sort of. I loved Blacklist. Do you watch it? Yeah, like all of it. Unless there's new seasons and then I didn't. Wait, was like I, James Spader? I don't know the name of anyone. You just need to show me a picture. Okay, like Raymond Reddington. Yeah. Wow, I'm impressed. The character that's been, like, living in my head for my mafia romance is, like, I feel like he's definitely going to have Raymond Reddington vibes. Like a young Raymond. Yeah. (gasps) 
you know that I'm going to read it no matter what because it's yours, but I'm also excited with that additional vibe. He's just so... Enigma. No, Enigma. Yes. Oh, and the, like, performance as well and, like, just the character and the little mannerisms. It's just... Ooh, it is such good art. I have not watched it in years and all you had to do was say his name and all of those mannerism, mannerisms just popped into my brain. So like serious kudos for the writers, for the actor and for the director to make that happen. Cause like, there's a lot going on in my brain for that to actually stick. Yeah, seriously. You know? <laughs> like, just throwing that out there, <laughs> especially years later. Yeah. Oh, the mafia story is gonna be another sort of like mystery gritty what we're looking forward to in life in like books or a new job releases or a healthy relationship really good sex (laughs) Um, (laughs) being able to afford rent no i'm just kidding sarah i'll stop stop. you kill me you kill me (laughs) Okay. Um, okay ask your question again I'll take it seriously. Kelsey, what are you looking forward to when it's coming to the book world, the romance world? I am looking forward to continually being surprised. Like I'm I'm a newbie to the book world and I think that I forever will be in many degrees because I'm not as involved on TikTok or book talk or Insta talk or Twitter talk, whatever we want to call it, you know? I just realized that I just put TikTok at the end of anything instead of book, book tweeter. No, see y'all, I just don't do it. I don't do it. Okay, but because of that though, every time we have a guest on, although I may not know who they are before they come on, before like 24 hours beforehand, I'm always educated with something new. And I love that. I really, really love that because it breaks me out of my mold as to the books that I typically read or that my Kindle store like recommends to me. And it always is unlocking new kinks. Like I probably should start writing these things down. So it's just, it's exciting in that sense. It's always a new discovery for me. What are your top three unlocked kinks? I. (laughs) It can also be like what you enjoy in books and that you don't necessarily have to enjoy in the real world out of the, off the page as we might say okay um i think i enjoy stalking in the book world however i have not experienced that in real life so i cannot like i have never experienced sexy stalking actually i've experienced not sexy stalking so like that one i'm very much on the fence about maybe this is also me enjoying the healing process of trauma Mm-hmm. which is something that I love about book talk and just the romance world. So sum it up, stalking. I'm very curious about Jacob's Ladders now. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's a kink, but it's just the first thing that came to mind. Like, can I, how far can I go? Like, it's a test with myself. Damn. Oh, I'm very interested in like more so than before like the role of a submissive but also like in the extensive 
environment of not just like a sex dungeon, which would be cool. That sounds sex club, I think is better than sex dungeon, right? I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You're, but you're not saying it with like a negative connotation or no. judgment. So you're good. No, not whatsoever. Like I would love to experience a sex club. Like I think that would be brilliant. And I'd love to be experiencing that sub dom world, maybe dabbling in both. I think that would be so incredibly neat, but I just don't feel like I necessarily have the resources for that. So like, there's definitely some kinks in there. Praise kink. Fuck how I didn't realize that one earlier. <laughs> but like, Lord Almighty, does that exist or what? <laughs> oh, all of us kids who were told that, you know, we had to have straight A's. And, you know, if you did anything other than what you weren't supposed to do, you were a terrible child. Like, yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Not a whole lot of deep psychological analysis on that one. <laughs> I like how I can't even just say what the kinks are. Like, I need to give you guys like my full backstory as to why I they love exist. This. I love this. Okay, Summer, have I missed any that I've mentioned to you? I don't think so. I think that was a good, it's a good recap. Yeah. Good summary. Okay, how about you? What are some kinks that have been unlocked, whether in books or in real life? Some, something that I've been just eating up in books and it is in the third book as well and sorry i keep not sorry but for people who don't want to hear about the third book i'm sorry but it's what has been 90 percent of my brain energy lately so it's going to be top of my mind but something i've been eating up is like knife play and blood play and that's in the third book and like i don't think the more I read about it, I'm like, I think I could be into this, but, but like carve my initials in someone, carve their initials in me, like done. We're done. There's a lot of carving in book three. Anyway. Y'all, I had not gotten there yet. No, I don't think you had. Maybe you had. Did you get to the fight scene at like the club? I don't think so. That's fine. Hey, who? Eating that, eating that up. What about possessiveness? Yeah, I think in in books, obviously, like, if he doesn't want to, like, rip off the hand of anybody who glances your way or, like, breathes the same room as you, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also, like, switch energy, you know? Like, Ooh, yeah. both Sabrina and her man have, like, major switch energy like it's always going back and forth and I really like that dynamic and I think in my like own life to some degree have that those vibes so also I think breath play especially in books it's like it's so safe in books that's definitely on like I need to make myself like a to-do list like a sexual bucket list because that's on my that's on my sexual bucket list a bingo sheet yeah oh bingo sheet that's what you were saying yes let's make bingo sheets one of these days that's what we could do when we get drunk slash smoke okay we have so many good ideas I, we're gonna have to like write these all down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but on that note dear listeners let us know what your unlocked kinks are <laughs> <laughs> books or real life maybe what you've <laughs> just been seeing on the airwaves a lot 
on those TikToky waves, like let us know. What are you seeing? What's yeah. hitting the stream? Tell me, right? Because I don't pay attention. Tell me what's the hot new thing because I thought I was on top of it with Evelyn Hugo. Turns out I'm a year behind. So y'all update me, please. Keep me hip. Keep me wavy. <laughs> well on that note kelsey i love you so much thanks for being my best friend listeners if you're still here god bless you and we'll pay for your therapy <laughs> speaking of paying for things this month's charity is drum girls roll. right now oh. That was my drum roll. Okay, drum roll, please. Girls right now, right is like the W kind, you know, W-R-I-T. Anywho, Girls Right Now, it's a um, mentorship program for encouraging what it sounds like, girls writing and supporting that mission. It'll be in the show notes. We haven't hit 100 members yet in our group and when we do we're going to be doing our major giveaway for kindle kindle unlimited audible subscription all of that so if you are not in that group what the heck are you doing go join it and y'all it takes like 30 seconds yeah 30 seconds and you could get such good things like it takes me trying to contact my radio station via text message longer than that Maybe that's a personal problem, but whenever I try to win something, it just takes me way longer. I digress. Y'all join the group. (laughs) (laughs) Stolen to Fight is out now on Amazon and Kindle Unlimited. That's all we have for you. (laughs) Next episode, we are going to be... To be determined. (laughs) To be determined. Hey guys, it is Summer from the Future editing this, and I want to let you know that we are going to be doing Omegaverse with Dime from Rita and Weep on TikTok and Instagram next episode, and we're so excited. We're reading Baby and the Late Night Howlers, some of Callie Rhodes' Boundary Land, and Unchained Omegaverse series. Thank you everyone for listening to our episode today. We hope you enjoyed it. And as Summer said earlier, we're happy to put some pennies into the jar to pay for your therapy after listening to this. Remind, as a reminder, please tell us your kinks, book or otherwise, or just keep me up to date. We will see you guys in the next. Have a great day. Toodles. Toodles.